Welcome to Catholic Moms in the Middle, a podcast for midlife moms who want to make the next season of life their best one yet. I am your host, Jenny Gwynn. You might find yourself transitioning into a new phase of life as your children become more independent or leave the nest. Mama, I am here to tell you that your life isn't over. You simply have new opportunities ahead of you. After years of pouring your heart and soul into raising your family, it is your turn to reconnect with yourself. In this podcast, we will talk about the joys and challenges of midlife. You will be inspired to rediscover your God-given purpose or to dust off old dreams and make them a reality. You'll learn how to navigate relationships with your adult children, to reconnect in your marriage, or focus on your health by being more active or finally losing the weight you've struggled with for years. Whatever this next season of life brings, this podcast will equip and encourage you to be happy, healthy, and holy. Hey friends, I'm Jenny Gwynn, and this is Catholic Moms in the Middle. So we are in October, and I couldn't let the month go by without talking about the rosary. The rosary is one of the most important parts of my day. It, it is my favorite devotion. And so I just wanted to share my journey with the rosary and how it's impacted my life, how it's strengthened my faith life. And hopefully, maybe you can relate or maybe it will inspire you to pick up your rosary beads and come to know the Blessed Mother and her son through the prayers of the rosary. I can remember as a child being a cradle Catholic when someone would say, let's pray the rosary. I remember feeling like this sense of dread, like really, do we have to pray the rosary? And, and I even heard the same things from my own children, like really, we have to pray the rosary? It takes too long and you just say the same prayers over and over again. It was because I didn't understand the rosary. I didn't understand its importance. And it took a while. It took uh, a while for me to mature in my faith so that the rosary became a devotion. It became something that I looked forward to rather than something that I had to do. Looking back, my devotion to the rosary began to grow when I became a mom, when I had these little people that I was caring for, and there were times that I had no idea what I was doing and felt completely overwhelmed. It was at those times that I turned to the Blessed Mother. I would obviously go to my mom here on earth, who's a wealth of information, but I was also reminded that we have this heavenly mother who is there to guide us and um, lead us. And and so it was as a mom, especially as my children um, got older, when they started driving, when they were more independent and I wasn't always with them, that I felt this neediness that you, you like I needed somehow to pray for them. And that's when I started relying on the rosary. That's when I started picking up the rosary beads and praying for my children. It wasn't always daily. You know, sometimes I might pray the rosary during Advent or during Lent or for certain novenas, but it was probably until the last 10 years, maybe eight years, that the rosary has become part of my daily routine. It's just part of my 
prayer time every morning. I can tell the days that I take the time and pray the rosary, and I can tell the times that I either rush through it or put it off for later that things seem a little more chaotic. I'm not as grounded as I am when I pray the rosary first thing in the morning. I want to share with you how the rosary has impacted my life, and you might be able to relate to some of them. And, you know, maybe if you don't pray the rosary each day, this might inspire you to pick up your beads and come to know Jesus and the love of the Father through the rosary. Mary will take your hand and she will walk you through the mysteries so that you will come to know and love her son in a whole new, deeper way. When I look back, I think like everything came together for me with the rosary the first time I went to Medjugorje, and that was in 2017. Leading up to that pilgrimage, I prayed the rosary, not every day, but the rosary was part of my prayer life. And as I went to Medjugorje and I had felt called, you know, they always say that you you get an invitation to go to Medjugorje. You just have this knowing that the Blessed Mother is calling you to that holy place. I, I felt called to go to Medjugorje. I just could not learn enough about it, could not read enough about Medjugorje. I just wanted to talk to people who had been there. I had this burning desire in my heart to go. And I can remember vividly when we landed, and if you've ever been, you know it takes almost 24 hours to to fly, and then you get on a bus, and you drive for three hours into the village. And so we had been traveling for over 20 hours. We were on this bus ride. It was dark at night. Father Dan, who was leading the pilgrimage, said, you know, everybody take out your rosary beads. We're going to pray the rosary. I can remember sitting on the the bus, just exhausted and praying the rosary. And, you know, there was that initial thought that, no, I'm too tired to pray the rosary. And we pulled out the rosary beads and started praying. And I still remember that rosary. It was like these light bulbs going off, these flashes of light. I know it was a divine intervention. It was a a miracle that was happening within me that I had this new profound love and desire to pray the rosary. Ever since Medjugorje in 2017, the rosary has taken on a new meaning. Being on that pilgrimage and each day we would gather and pray the rosary and it just, my love for the rosary grew and grew. As I came back from Medjugorje, the rosary became part of my daily routine. One of the things about Medjugorje, and I want to read you a message, is that the Blessed Mother has been appearing there for over 40 years, and she tells us over and over again to pray. That is her message, to pray. She also says to pray the rosary. So the message I want to share is from September 25th, 2019. Dear children, today I am calling you to pray for my intentions so that I may help you. Little children, pray the rosary and meditate on the mysteries of the rosary because in your life, you are also passing through joys and sorrows. 
In this way, you are transforming the mysteries into your life because life is a mystery until you place it into God's hands. In this way, you will have the experience of faith like Peter, who met Jesus and the Holy Spirit filled his heart. Little children, you are also called to witness by living the love with which day by day, God wraps you with my presence. Therefore, little children, be open and pray with the heart and faith. Thank you for having responded to my call. That was from September 25th, 2019. While we were in Medjugorje, we heard a talk from Father Leon, and he shared that there are five stones of Medjugorje, five key pillars or takeaways in Medjugorje that really strengthen and increase your faith life. And one of those stones is praying the rosary. Going to Medjugorje, we were saturated with praying the rosary, and and my eyes were open to see it as a a way to grow closer to Christ, a way to connect with the Blessed Mother, but also the, the mysteries opened up for me. And I was able to not only just recite the mystery, but it, it went deeper. I discovered the scriptural rosary and, um, you know, placing myself in the mystery and, and how the Blessed Mother must feel as all of these things were happening in the life of her son. There was praying the rosary before Medjugorje and praying the rosary after Medjugorje. When I came home, the rosary became um, an important part of my daily prayer life. It was something that I was doing every day and just seeing all of these little um, miracles coming out of the rosary, ways that God was uh, appearing to me, just like little gifts during the day. And I also found that the the rosary grounded me. There was, you know, the days that I started my day with the rosary, I was much more grounded. I was much more aware of how Christ was working in my life. I was filled to go out in the world and encounter others. And then there were those days that maybe I got up late or didn't have as much time and I would push the rosary to later. And it, it was quite evident the days that, I started with the rosary and the days that I put it off, those days tend to be hectic and full of chaos. And so I found for me that it really made a difference to start my day with the rosary. I have been blessed to travel now to Medjugorje four times. I went in 2017, 2018, and in 2019. Each time I came to love the Blessed Mother more and more and found a deeper devotion to the rosary each pilgrimage that I went on. As we all know, in 2020, the world began to fall apart. In March of 2020, we were starting to get all of these messages and we were seeing on the news about this pandemic. It was new for us. We didn't know who to believe or or what was going on. And at that time, it was spring break for my boys, and we had planned to go down to the beach with some family and friends. We had a big house down um, on the beach. We went ahead after much prayer and thinking things through, should we go, should we not go? And we decided just to go on to the beach, and that's a whole show in itself, like just 
you know, living mm-hmm. in a place of fear and uncertainty and some of the things that we did were crazy. And as we get down there and, you know, a few days into the trip, we realize that what's happening is is huge. It's worldwide. It's beginning to impact our country. And so I'm thinking to myself, what can I do? What can I do? And I had this little small voice inside of me that said, you know exactly what to do. You go to the Blessed Mother and you pray the rosary. We had a bunch of teenagers with us. And I said, look, before you go meet friends, before you go to the beach, whatever your plans are for the day, we are all gathering in the morning at nine o'clock. We're praying the rosary. We're asking for protection and blessings. And then you can take off and do your thing. And so we gathered that Monday. We gathered and prayed the rosary. And we were all sitting in the den praying the rosary. So later that afternoon, I told my mom what we had done. And she said, call me tomorrow. When you all gather at 9 o'clock to pray the rosary, call me and put me on speakerphone. So we did. By the end of the week, everybody in there had called someone on their phone and put it on speakerphone. We were calling aunts and uncles and grandparents, and everybody wanted to be a part of this. And and you can probably remember that time you didn't know what to do. And so, you know, the rosary was a way that we could feel like we were doing something, a, a way that we were praying blessings and asking for protection for our family. And so as we left that spring break trip to come back home, people kept saying to me, what are we going to do next week? We're not going to be together in this little den to pray the rosary. How can we keep this going? I prayed about it and prayed about it. And the very next week at nine o'clock in the morning, I went live on Facebook and prayed a rosary. I had never done Facebook Live before. I didn't know what I was doing, but I started praying the rosary and people were commenting, thank you so much. You know, we're living in a scary time. It's uncertain. Seeing you come up and pray the rosary brought me so much comfort. And every day for one year at nine o'clock, I went live on Facebook and prayed the rosary. And I do not share that with you to be like, oh, you know, look at me, look what I did. But I share that because the rosary became such an important part in my life that it was the first thing that I grabbed, the first thing that I reached for when things were spinning out of control. And I truly believe that God placed it on my heart as a way to minister to others and as a way to help people walk through um, COVID, this pandemic and the pain and the suffering that people were enduring, the, the separation from loved ones, that gathering on Facebook was a way that we could see other people's names, people we went to church with or friends. And, you know, there were lots of little floating hearts, but I feel like that was a period of grace that God called me to pray the rosary. Through the rosary, people felt comfort. They felt confidence and their trust in, in God grew. And, and I still have people talk to me now about, you know, what that meant to them. But I feel like it was a season of grace 
that God gave me literally for one year started on March 15th of 2020. I, I kept, you know, thinking, okay, I'll pray it through October. That was my my first thought. And I felt like God saying, no, we're going to keep going. And I thought, I'll pray till Advent. And then finally it was like, no, we're going to pray it for one entire year. And we prayed it for one entire year every day at 9 a.m. on Facebook. When we were done, we were done. I had so many people say things to me about, you know, I miss that. Will you go back and do it? And a couple of times I tried. A couple of times I tried to go back and start it again. But you know what? God wasn't calling me to do that anymore. It was almost like that that one year at 9 a.m., my schedule was always completely clear. There were no meetings. I tell you this because it was truly the grace of God. After that, you know, things would come up, doctor's appointments or meetings at the church and school or whatever. It made me understand that that was a year of grace to pray the rosary with others, knowing that there were a group of us, even though I was leading it, that there were, you know, sometimes 50, 60, 70 people coming on praying it live. And then people would also go back. I could see sometimes there were 150, 200 people, you know, would view it and pray it. Like knowing we were coming together with a prayer that was so, so powerful brought me so much comfort. That's one of the things I have realized about the rosary, that praying it daily is it does bring me comfort. Whatever I'm facing in my life, whatever circumstance I find myself in, if there's uncertainty, if, you know, there's something that seems impossible, the rosary is what always brings me back to my faith in God. It always brings me back to walking with Jesus through the mysteries and everything that He endured, and also imagining Mary encountering each of those mysteries and how she must have felt as a mother. I have a set of rosary beads that I keep on my bedside table. God tends to speak to me in the middle of the night. Three o'clock is when um, I often wake up and I have some message or there's something specific on my mind. And I feel like that's when God speaks to me, probably because it's quiet and it's dark and He knows He can have my undivided attention. And second, because I love my sleep. I'm one of those people that needs seven or eight hours of sleep. So in a way, it's a little sacrifice to give him some of that, you know, to give him time during my sleep that I so much crave. But sometimes at night, I feel called to pray the rosary. um, And I'll pick it up and start praying the rosary. And I don't always finish it. I'll get a couple of decades in and then I fall back asleep. And I was really worried about that one day and told my mom, you know, I start the rosary, but I, I I don't always get it finished. And my mom said, I don't know where she heard this, whether her mom or grandmother had told her that in that situation, when you fall asleep, the angels will finish the rosary for you. I thought that was so beautiful. And then the other way in the middle of the night, sometimes I wake up and rather than have a message from God, my mind's going 100 miles an hour. And I'm thinking of the things I forgot to do the day before and everything that's on my schedule for that day. It's with the rosary that I can calm all of that chaos. I can, you know, 
go from my wheels spinning just as fast as they can to I can feel my body relax as I pray the rosary and put all of those cares and troubles at the foot of the cross, and it just relaxes me. I feel my body become calm, and then I'm able to fall asleep again. And most recently on my rosary journey, I attended a JP2 healing retreat in Memphis a couple of months ago, and they gave out a bag to all the retreat attendees. And in the bag was information about the flame of love. This is the Elizabeth Kindleman. She received messages from the Blessed Mother and from Jesus. And she lived in Hungary, and she just was such a beautiful soul that just stripped away everything so that nothing would separate her from God. Through the flame of love, we received a novena, and there was a book in there that had the scriptural rosary. And I've really been leaning into that and reading those. And I ordered the book, The Flame of Love, that, you know, where she shares some of the messages that she received. And just like Medjugorje, those messages are so applicable to what we're going through today, even though they were, you know, decades ago, they are still so relevant for today. I was reading just this morning, I was doing the novena, and I just do it over and over again. Elizabeth referred to the holy hearts, and she was talking about the heart of Jesus and the heart of the Blessed Mother. All day long, I've been thinking about the holy hearts and just loved that I can call on the holy hearts to pray for my husband, to pray for my children, to pray for my friend who's, you know, experiencing an unwanted medical diagnosis. And so the thing about the rosary is we could never learn everything about it. There are always gifts to still unpack. There are always new ways that we can grow deeper with the rosary. We have so many saints who were devoted to the rosary, and through that rosary, God used them to touch so many lives. If you are praying the rosary every day or it's kind of hit or miss, I encourage you to to go into the rosary to ask God to open your heart to experience it in new ways to experience the rosary in a more profound way that helps you grow closer to Jesus, that helps you grow deeper in your faith. Because we are, our goal is to encounter Christ, to be transformed by His healing love. And you will do both of those, encounter Christ, be transformed by His healing love through the rosary, And then ultimately, the goal is to go out and magnify Christ in your little corner of the world. So when you fill yourself up with this beautiful devotion, then you can pour into others. You can bring what you learn. You can bring faith and hope and love to all of those that you encounter. I want to read to you another quote from Medjugorje. Um, This one is from April 25th. 2001. Dear children, also today I call you to prayer. Little children, prayer works miracles. 
When you are tired and sick and you do not know the meaning of your life, take the rosary and pray. Pray until prayer becomes for you a joyful meeting with your Savior. I am with you, little children, and I intercede and pray for you. Thank you for having responded to my call. So if we've listened to those words of the Blessed Mother, when you pick up your rosary and prayer will become a prayerful and joyful meeting with your Savior. And my favorite part is when she says, I am with you, little children, and I intercede and pray for you. So we have a beautiful mother in heaven who will intercede and pray on our behalf and on behalf of all of our loved ones. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Lord, we ask that you open our hearts and minds to experience the rosary in a new and more profound way. Lord, help this devotion to grow in our hearts as the Blessed Mother brings us closer to you. Everything that our Heavenly Mother does points directly to you and your goodness. Open our hearts and minds, Lord, so that once we grow closer to you through the rosary, we can go out and magnify it to everyone that we encounter. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, friends, until we meet again next week, go out and magnify Christ in your little corner of the world. God bless. For more information on Catholic Moms in the Middle or to set up your complimentary Moms in the Middle mentoring session, go to catholicmomsinthemiddle.com or find me on Facebook at Catholic Moms in the Middle for even more encouragement and support as you embrace this next season of life. The music for this podcast was written by Sean Williams, Catholic composer and musician. You'll find more of Sean's original music at musicbyshawnwilliams.com. That is musicbyshawn, S-H-A-W-N, williams.com.